0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Such a large crowd gathered around Jesus that he got into a boat and began to teach them using many parables. Jesus said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day and the seed would sprout and grow without the sower knowing how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with a sickle, because the harvest has come. Jesus also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, Jesus spoke the word to them, as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them, except in parables. But he explained everything in private to his disciples. The Gospel of the Lord We opened the book of the Gospel of Mark in Advent, and now we return to our continuous reading of Mark after a 90-day interruption for Lent and Easter. After his baptism in the Jordan and his 40 days in the wilderness, Jesus came to Galilee and spoke for the first time. The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent, and believe in the good news. And immediately, Jesus began to call others, Come, follow me. So the time is now, not in the future, but already, today. Jesus is inviting us to trust that God is doing something new. We are reading the last of two parables in chapter 4, describing what this kingdom is like. Just as a stained glass window is dull and lifeless when viewed from the street, but alive with color when viewed from inside, Jesus' parables are evocative puzzles, riddles, that beckon us closer to hear the secret they simultaneously suggest and conceal. The kingdom of God is like a separate realm operating below the surface of the kingdom of the world. It's like a movement of people gathering momentum and building strength in response to a tug on the heart that says, this is the way. The reign of God starts small like a mustard seed, because it starts invisibly in each one of us as we respond to the invitation, Come, follow me. Instead of pointing to the heavens, Jesus tells us about the paltry fields of ordinary people in the hill country of Israel, where the soil is thin. There are almost no fenced-off paths, and thorns and thistles are nearly invincible. With the aid of a world that lay before his hearer's eyes every day, Jesus makes clear something about the very nature of the kingdom of God. The reign of God is happening already in the midst of people's ordinary, familiar, everyday surroundings. It does not arrive in apocalyptic thunder and lightning Not in a grand act of God that no one can resist? It has already begun. In the midst of Israel's great exile, Ezekiel knows that God does the unexpected, bringing low the high tree and making high the low. The great cedar represents the king of Judah. God will plant on Mount Zion in Jerusalem a young tender sprig from the top of the same cedar. A messianic ruler in Jerusalem will bring protection and prosperity to the birds who live in us branches, and all the other trees around this noble fir will know that the Lord is God. The parable imagines a way forward for ancient Israel, but a way that imagines something new as well a new location, a new tree, new branches. In all these images, God is the doer. God takes, sets, breaks off, plants, brings low, makes high, dries up, and makes flourish. It is the same in the parable of the seed growing by itself— The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. In our world, there is much we can do to encourage the seed to grow, genetically modify the seeds, irrigate the land, fertilize and spray for pests. But in the ancient world, this growth was a mystery. Everything that happens is a part of God's plan. We are not in charge. The reign of God grows in secret, in what is little, in what is inconspicuous. From beginning to end, the parable is about the coming of the reign of God. It's not about the fact that the reign of God will only come if first the seed is sown. It is certainly not about the idea that the reign of God comes slowly, as grain gradually ripens. We can feel stuck or stalled, but God is still working. The growing seed is God's action in our lives, independent of us. Human beings cannot bring about or force the coming of God's reign, they can only wait. They may sleep quietly at night. God brings the reign of God. God alone. The parable shows the creative power and historical might of God. No one will prevent God from working and bringing God's salvation. With what else can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. But no one plants mustard seed in their garden. Mustard seed is to the Middle East, what dandelions are to the Midwest. You don't plant them. It's what you get if you do nothing. Jesus is exaggerating both the smallness of the mustard seed and the size of the mustard plant. The plant is only a bush, not a tall tree. This is no noble cedar. The kingdom of God, Jesus subversively suggests, may very well upset the domesticated status quo. It spreads swiftly, invisibly, often underground. It's more wild than noble, more undomesticated weed than domesticated crop, more helpful to birds Than to kings. Might Jesus be reminding us that the small community of the church, which really doesn't look like all that much, is big enough to provide shelter and a resting place for all the peoples and nations of the world? The growing seed is God's action in our lives, independent of us. God is moving our lives to something good, Despite our doubts, frustrations, and failures, God is working in silent and secret ways to keep growth alive, to move us forward.